Hello, sister friends. You're listening to Jesus, Joy, and Java. I am your host, Patty Nava. Dear Lord, I pray for each and every one of my sisters listening today. May they grow through your word and be encouraged by your truth. May they gain biblical wisdom through the testimonies and real-life examples they will hear. But most importantly, I pray they will develop a closer relationship with you and increase their faith. In your son's most precious name I pray. And we all say, Amen. Are you ready? Grab your cup and let's fill it with God's word, his joy, and of course your favorite java. We have made it to episode five, and I am so glad you're here. As we get closer to the end of the Proverbs series, the episodes are getting a bit longer. Why? Because I want to make sure you are encouraged and inspired to grow closer in your walk with Jesus as we learn about and understand all of the attributes of the Proverbs 31 woman. So I hope you will hang in there for some great tips on how to handle fear and anxiety to become that woman of strength and dignity that God wants you to be. Oh, and I cannot wait to introduce you to our sister friend of the week at the end of today's episode. You'll be so glad you tuned in today. Okay, let's get started. Today we are going to learn about the woman in Proverbs 31:25. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She laughs without fear of the future. Have you ever been so fearful and anxious of the future that it just made you feel weak and helpless? Well, I'm pretty sure that everyone struggles with fear at some point in their life. Fear can rob us of joy and the ability to embrace life's full potential. Dear sister, I'm here to tell you that there's hope, and through God's word, you can face your fears every day with confidence and courage to become the woman of strength and dignity that God wants you to be. Today, I'm going to get a bit personal with you by sharing three of the darkest and most fearful moments of my life. There have been many, but I'd say these were definitely in the top three. So we'll start with 1999 to 2001. If you would have met me during these years, you would have met an angry, bitter, hateful, foul-mouthed woman who indulged in the spirits. And I'm not talking about the Holy Spirit. Before I was saved, I was on a path of self-destruction. I allowed all of my fears to consume me. All I know is that I do not want to go back to that ugly place again. I was under so much emotional stress that I ended up getting shingles on the right side of my face. It was so bad that it nearly blinded me. This experience was very painful and very depressing. The years from 1991 to 2001 were filled with emptiness and anxiety, fear, self-hatred. Well, to be honest, I hated everyone. So I went through that very dark valley until I surrendered and gave my life to Jesus on September 12, 2001. Yes, that was the day after the Twin Towers were attacked. I clearly remember the morning of Tuesday, September 11, 2001, because I was in Palm Springs visiting my boyfriend at that time. He and I were trying to reconcile after an on-and-off relationship. 
well, it was mostly an off relationship. I knew it was going nowhere, but due to my insecurity, I kept going back to him and we always ended up arguing and breaking up again. So that morning of September 11th, while watching the horrific scenes of the Twin Towers coming down and people running for their lives, I felt like I needed to change my life once and for all. There was this unexplained tug that I felt in my heart, and there was a feeling of desperation that I needed to change. On my drive home that day, I asked God to help me because I didn't want to continue living on that path that I was on. So uh, the next day, Wednesday, September 12th, I just happened to drive by a building which I recognized. Someone had invited me to a concert about a year earlier, and it was at that building. That building was Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar. Unfortunately, when I was invited to the concert, I walked out after a few minutes, and I was upset because I was tricked to going there. I didn't know it was a church. But this time, it was different. This time, it was God leading me to that place. The message I heard that day was exactly what I needed to hear to give my life to Jesus Christ. The second darkest time in my life was in 2010, when my husband and I were facing a very difficult trial. I will not go into detail because it was very personal for both of us. All I can say is that I found myself struggling with fear and anxiety all over again. It was a fear of not knowing what was going to happen, a fear of not being able to withstand the multiple trials coming our way one after the other, a fear of failing, and other fears too many to mention. Fear was taking away my joy. I was not sleeping well. I had frequent headaches. I was overeating and not caring about my physical appearance. It was almost as if I had given up. Thankfully, we were not alone. We had our brothers and sisters in Christ praying for us. I was attending a woman's Bible study to get encouraged through God's word, and my husband and I were part of a couple's Bible study. All I know is that the Lord fought that battle for us all the way and allowed us to come out triumphant through that trial. The third darkest moment of my life was about six years ago, and I'd say this was probably the number one darkest moment. I found myself in a very dark place once again after the tragic death of one of my brothers. He left us suddenly and with so many unanswered questions. He left in such a horrific manner that I still cannot comprehend. So for several months after his death, all I did was go to work and come home and lay on the couch until it was time for bed. I cried myself to sleep a lot and I had no strength to take care of any tasks in my home. But it was different this time. God did not allow me to stay there for too long. He reminded me of my purpose. My purpose is not to be one who is afraid, but to be an encourager, to pray for others, to be a pillar of strength, a woman of dignity. God reminded me that his presence is my source of strength. In my crying out to God and asking him to give me peace and remove my fears, he heard my cry. He put the scripture in my heart, Exodus 9, 16. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Dear sister, God wants to raise us up so that we can do what he has put us on this earth to do. But how can he use us if we are anxious and afraid? 
In 2 Samuel twenty-two thirty-three, it says, It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. So do I still go through moments when I worry about trials, or do I think about my brother and start to cry? Absolutely, but I do not allow myself to stay there. I pray, give my worries to God, surrender my sadness, my sorrows, and He replaces it with joy and peace. I don't share these experiences just because. I share them to encourage you to trust in God when you are going through dark times. I share them to encourage you to stay in the word because it was God who got me out of these difficult moments. And he reminded me of his promises that he created me to be a woman of strength and dignity. Speaking of strength and dignity, let me tell you about one of my favorite women of the Bible, Queen Esther. I'm sure many of you have read the story of Queen Esther. If not, then I highly recommend it. It's in the book of Esther. <laughs> I also recommend the movie, A Night with the King. It will give you a good perspective as to who Queen Esther was. So here's a brief summary of the book of Esther so you can understand who she was and what she did. This summary is taken from Bible.org. The Jews had been in exile for many years in the land of Babylon. When power changed to the hands of the Persians, they were still there. At the beginning of the story, the king of Persia is displeased with his queen and removes her from her royal position. All the young maidens in the land were brought to the king over a period of time that he might choose a new queen from among them. A young Jewish girl named Esther is among the young maidens. Her guardian, Uncle Mordecai, brings her to the palace, and he conceals her Jewish origin. After winning the favor of the king, Esther becomes queen. Meanwhile, Uncle Mordecai is against Haman, the king's assistant, who decides in revenge to trick the king into declaring a sentence of death on all Jews in the kingdom. Mordecai learns of the plot and alerts Queen Esther. She, at great personal risk, decides to accept the role of confronting the king about the plot and begging for mercy for her people. She is successful in this matter. Through a series of events orchestrated by God and her wise handling of the circumstances, Haman is shown before the king to be the villain that he really was. In the end, Haman is hung on the gallows he had prepared for Mordecai, and the Jews of the kingdom are saved from extinction. In my opinion, Queen Esther was an amazing woman of strength and dignity. God definitely had a plan and a purpose for her life. She knew exactly what her purpose was, and she saved her people from death. Now that took a lot of courage. It took a lot of strength, and she did it with dignity. Is fear keeping you from becoming that courageous woman of strength and dignity that God wants you to be? Well, I have five tips that could help you face your fears in moments of anxiety. Number one, pray and bring all your anxieties and fears before the Lord. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. 
Number two, surrender your fears to God. In Exodus 14, 14, it says the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. When you start to think about your trials, take your thoughts captive, as it says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5. It says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. This means we change our thinking. We remove any thoughts that are not pleasing to God before they take over your heart. Number three, read your Bible. The Bible is filled with scripture that brings comfort. In Psalms 1-2, David says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Being in God's word can bring peace to our mind and calm our spirit. When we are going through trials, God will bring to remembrance scriptures that he has put in our hearts to ease our anxieties and to remove our fears. While you read your Bible, highlight the verses which touch your heart. Don't be afraid to write in the margins of your Bible. If you don't know what to write, stay tuned to the end of this episode where I will introduce you to our sister friend of the week. She has amazing techniques and tools to teach you how to use your Bible as a journal and to be more intentional during your reading time. Number four, ask for prayer. It is such a blessing to have others praying for you or with you. If you're married, pray with your spouse. If you're single, pray with a friend. In Matthew 18, 20, it says where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. And number five, you might not like this one, but I can reassure you that this one will reduce your anxiety. Take a social media break or a hiatus. I do this from time to time, especially when I'm under a lot of stress or feeling anxious. Opening up our phone and being bombarded with people's posts can be overwhelming sometimes. If you depend on social media for work or whatever reasons, then block out a few hours each day to unplug. You'll thank me later. Whenever I take a social media break, I can testify that I feel less anxious. I use my extra free time to read devotionals or to listen to worship music. I would much rather spend my time focused on what God is trying to tell me instead of wasting my time scrolling the news feeds to see who's on vacation or who just bought a mansion or another sports car. Now, I couldn't find a scripture related to social media, but I do hold this scripture close to my heart. It is in Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Today we talked about Proverbs 31:25, the woman clothed in strength and dignity who laughs without fear of the future. I shared three very personal dark moments of my life as examples of when I was very fearful of my future and God got me through each one of those trials. We also learned about Queen Esther, one of my favorite and most courageous women of the Bible, and I gave you some tips for battling fear and anxiety so you can become that woman of strength and dignity that God wants you to be. Sister friend, God wants you to pour out your heart to Him. He wants you to bring all your hurt and disappointments to Him and lay them at His feet. When you're afraid, angry, frustrated, express that to God and tell Him what's in your heart. 
He wants to equip you with all the strength and courage you will need to wake up every morning, even on those days that you would rather stay in bed. Because the trials that are coming your way are just too many to deal with. You know those days. I know what that is like. Many of you know what that is like. Some of you are facing some serious trials at this very moment. And I want to tell you that I am so proud of you for getting up today and getting fed spiritually. This is how God is equipping you. He is strengthening you through his word because he has amazing plans for your life. Know that this trial you're going through is only temporary. This test is soon to become a powerful testimony of your faith. I'd like to leave you with this verse from Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Sister friends, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I look forward to spending more time with you next week as we learn about the woman who speaks with wisdom, described in Proverbs 31:26. Please hang on as I introduce you to our Sister Friend of the Week. Our Sister Friend of the Week is Trisha Loya Tidwell. I'm so thrilled to introduce you to Trisha. When you see samples of her work, you will be inspired to open up your Bible and start journaling today. Now, let me tell you a little bit about our sister friend. When Trisha was new to the faith, she grew closer to God while searching the scriptures creatively. As a wife and a working mom of three, Trisha has learned about the importance of keeping a margin in her life by creating in the margins of her Bible. Bringing her creativity to the pages of her Bible has enriched her communication and intimacy with the Lord. With the desire to encourage others to grow creatively in the Word, Trisha launched a Bible journaling and art journaling business. Trisha believes that we are all creative in some fashion, as we are a reflection of God's creativity. Trisha's goal at Our Right Life is to fuse art and the word together through journaling and someday owning a studio space that cultivates inspiration for our faith. You can find some of the journaling samples and sign up to be part of Trisha's classes by going to her website, Our Right Life, that's spelled O-U-R-W-R-I-T-E-L-I-F-E dot org. That's ourrightlife.org. You can also be part of her Instagram and YouTube community at Our Right Life, O-U-R-W-R-I-T-E-L-I-F-E. As usual, I will be sharing her links and photos on the Jesus Joy and Java Facebook page at fb.com slash Jesus Joy Java. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you have rated this podcast or shared it with your sister friends, I appreciate you and send you a big special thank you. Please don't forget to follow Jesus Joy and Java on Facebook at fb.com slash Jesus Joy Java. Also on Instagram at Jesus Joy underscore Java and on YouTube at Jesus Joy and Java. Feel free to email me at pattyjavanava at yahoo.com. Your feedback means a lot to me. Thank you for listening, and I pray your cup may always be filled with Jesus, joy, and Java. See you next week. Mm-hmm.